Hello everyone and welcome to Casual Debate. If you're new here, we discuss topics from pop culture to politics from the points of view of various students. In fact, this is our first political discussion of Casual Debate. And so in this episode, our topics will be some of the propositions slash questions from the political compass test. And if you're unfamiliar, this test is something people try to use to gauge themselves on which side of the political spectrum they are on. And this test uses various propositions to try to sort people in some ends of the political spectrum. And whether or not you believe that this test is accurate, for our purposes, we'll just be using these propositions to facilitate some discussion among ourselves. And so with that, let's get into some discussion. So welcome to the second episode of the second season of Casual Debate. Today we're going to start our first slightly political discussion and today joining me I have um, Wesley. Hello, I'm Wesley. I have also Jonah with us. Hello. And then we also have Josh. Hello, hey, I'm, I'm new here. Let's go. <laughs> Let's welcome go. to the podcast. Um so we're going to be having two topics today, and the first one we'll try is the business person and the manufacturer are more important than the writer and the artist. And both of these um, topics that we use are from the po- political compass test, which um, is controversial in itself. But we'll just get started on what you guys think about this topic. Mm, uh, can I start off first? Uh, sure. Okay, uh, so I think that in terms of being the most efficient humans possible, I would say that being a business person and being uh, the head of a manufacturing business is much more important than being a writer or artist. But the thing about it is that human have humans have emotion, and so using that actually can have a very big impact on humans uh, instead of contributing to economy they in- they introduce a new sense of morale and they can definitely help people go through tough times now again my stance on it is that technically if you're saying that the more important in terms of uh, of survivability then I'd say that being a manuf- the head of a manufacturer, or being a business person is much more important as it keeps the economy going and it offers services to the people. But really, when you look at it down, it really depends on what you think is important here. That's interesting because I remember I saw a post and it was talking about the same topic about like how a lot of parents pressure their children to be like businessmen, uh, uh, doctors, lawyers, and everything just just they're basically essentially pushing them into a high-end paying jobs but it also said that like they're both equally as important because even like yes the the businessman the doctor helps keep our physical needs alive the the writers and the artists and the entertainers keep our emotional side and our spiritual side healthy and if either of them didn't exist, humans would not be okay, essentially. They would not be okay. They'd be falling down and such. Because, again, um, people, uh, they have different levels of emotional um, 
resistance, and so、mm. some people can handle being、uh, handle、uh, insanity more than others. And so again, that is why I said that it really depends on the person that you're asking, and also depends what situation you're in. Because I can understand that both sides are extremely important. But again, if you if for me, if you're talking about a survivability point, and if you're talking about Just being successful in the world, not accounting for ment- mentalities, then I'd say that the manufacturing and business people are more important, definitely. Yeah, it's like each side fills out their own needs. Artists and writers、oh. can be business people and can be manufacturers. They're kind of one and the same. Yeah, in some aspects.、Mm-hmm. I think it's like the、um, artist is more of a subset, almost of a business person, because a lot of artists that is their job. <laughs> That's how they make money, and if we're talking about more conventional businessmen, like、um, say stock traders, twenty years ago, then I think one cannot exist without the other. Like we won't have a complete society where it's just all businessmen and manufacturers. It's not going to work out because if you look in countries like Japan and Korea, where people are overworking themselves, it, they're starting to face serious cultural issues with depression and. Uh, all sorts of emotional issues.、Mm. Yeah, and that, they have emotional economies. Yeah, that and anything can be a business if you try hard enough. Like, like let's say you go into the medical field and you're you're doing research and development for new drugs, or like you're doing R and D, or for like med med tech. You can take that knowledge, make your own private company, and. Sell your own stuff, and the same thing goes for artists. It, it, it is kind of their own business, so anything can be a business if you try hard enough, or if you look hard enough. Test multiple choice one way. It was like a yes or it was choose one or the other. So if I had to choose one or the other, because right now we're kind of、uh, bouncing between both points, I'd probably say that the. Um, writer and the artist are more important because if we go down to the bare minimum level, they existed before the businessman and manufacturer. Unless we create like artificial intelligence or things that don't require the emotional support that writers and artists can give, then we won't. We'll reach some sort of barrier at some point where we won't be able to progress any further. But if you think- yeah, like manufacturing jobs can be easily taken over by eventual like robots and. Machine factory. They are starting like to、that. already like even like、uh, self-driving cars, even smaller. Yeah, but if you stuff around their houses, if you look back on history, the businessmen and the manufacturer were only like they were only formal jobs like few years ago. Like like they were just created as formal jobs. Businessmen and manufacturers used to be like the first humans. Like like as as like. The first humans, they made their own stuff. They traded their own stuff. It was only like during the industrial revolution when specific job openings as a businessman or or manufacturer or entrepreneur. It was only until then that it became specific jobs. But it, it's all been with, the same thing has been with humanity for as long as it's as long as it's been here. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. business people and manufacturers, if they're trying to sell things, if they're trying to advertise things, they need the writers and they need artists to help sell those things、mm-hmm. and 
um, create emotional appeals to the public. Mm-hmm. I think that this, in my personal opinion, this argument is extremely invalid because of how humans have intertwined these two kinds of roles together. There is no real uh, important, more, one is more important than the other because they are so intertwined and work with each other so much. And they're both from two very different sides of what humanity needs that it's kind of like, why are you comparing the two? Also adding on the fact that uh, I think it's extremely unnecessary to kind of uh, try and debate about this because again, there are a lot of sites that uh, people can take here and a lot of people have different needs for each and every other uh, type of profession here. Uh, I think that the best way to go with this conversation or this argument specifically is to just kind of carry on and accept both factors and try and really understand why both sides are important. Well, if you really want to go in like in the specifics, how about we talk about how parents like try to push their children to do certain jobs, like like how usually um, most parents push their children to be businessmen and manufacturers. If you look at the amount of people aspiring to be artists, there's a very small percentage of them that will be successful or carry on that uh, mm-hmm. career line long enough for it to support them, especially with all the costs associated with just living in society. It's it's such a large risk to go that way. Like, ch- Chances are you're not going to make it as a writer or artist, but if mm-hmm. you're going as a businessman or manufacturer, the odds are much more in your favor. Even if you are just the average white collar, blue collar worker, you'll at least have enough to support a family, support a house. Writer and artist, it's so it's so risky, and parents don't want that for you, and they're not wrong in that. Mm, I see. I see. Uh, speaking of this new topic, uh, what are we gonna do for the next topic, Lauren? All right, so for segueing into our next topic, it would be there is a worrying fusion of information and entertainment. Do you agree or disagree? Agree. Agree. That is a total agree on my part. Um, again, a lot of uh, a lot of people are being uh, scared, and people are also being very misled um, with different uh, sources of cool entertainment, and I feel like some. Uh, some people hide behind the fact that it's entertainment and then so they could spread out whatever lies and they try to use that as an excuse to kind of go about their clickbaits and whatnot. And also, there we go. That's the one word that I wanted to bring to this conversation, that being clickbait. There is a ton of that right now. And the fact of the matter right now is that (laughs) it's being used so much now that it's just... It's a bit worrying if you want to really search for information that you need uh, for your own judgment or something like maybe like a, a school report or something like that. Like it's 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 extremely worrying to see that some of the some of, of being being funny and trying to be uh, joking around is being intertwined with cold hard facts that can make or break. A person's judgment on an idea or a situation. I mean, for well, for our viewers, is there an example of information and entertainment being combined or fused? The news, I would, sensationalism. I would bring up, yeah, sensationalism. But I would also bring up something of our kind of generational 
um, media being Hamilton. So being with that, people are often misled with that to say, oh, our founding fathers are hip and cool. When in reality, um, that's another topic to talk about. But um, in my opinion, information entertainment, a lot of the times for many people, information can be daunting. It can be boring. It can be something that people don't want to look at because it's not seen as fun or, um, you know, as the same as entertainment. But when you combine those two, often it can bring people to see a side of history or um, an academic subject and be like, wow, that thing is kind of interesting. But again, to an extent, it's kind of uh, worrying because people often take the sensationalized version of stories and take it as fact. I feel like it's I think it's only worrying because we don't know how to actually process it. Like, like, like you know, um, like let's say Hamilton not a lot of people are going to search up and read the books for actually what happened. But what's worrying is that not a lot of people will just basically put in the effort to find out what actually happened. And naturally, they'll just come to only remember the entertainment part. So, like, it's only, it really is only worrying because... I- the truth is being distorted. I think I kind of disagree with the fact that's only worrying because uh, I guess Hamilton really is one of the best examples to use here. Well, it does, it definitely has this historical flaws. It doesn't touch on the fact that, for example, Hamilton participated in the slave trade. It introduces the general uh, population to ideas that are presented to Hamilton. Like most people before that musical came out had no idea who Hamilton was, and the only thing they learned about George Washington was in elementary school. Washington never told a lie. It does touch on facts that people like Washington and uh, Jefferson were slave traders, and it does introduce history to the general population, which hadn't, which wouldn't have heard of it. I think that entertainment, if used responsibly, which Hamilton, I think, is one of the better examples of this happening. It is almost completely 100% historically accurate, then it can be a good thing for Lord to introduce these ideas that most people wouldn't have gone off to learn by themselves. Yeah, in the case of other fusions, I feel like it's a good introduction to the information, but it shouldn't be taken seriously. Right? But often people only really take it at face value. They look at it, they're like, wow, Interesting. Yeah. And then they're done with it and they don't look into it yeah, any that, further. That's, that's the main problem. There's that there's really not a lot not a lot of people who put in, who will put in the effort. That leaves us with the choice then either do we let them have this introduction, like a small glimpse of what the actual world, or in this case, again, Hamilton history was like, or do we just let them not know anything at all? Because it's one or the other for most people. And I feel like also... A lot of people do like to look some stuff up after watching Hamilton. I remember after my parents watched it the first time, they were interested. They looked a couple stuff up. My bubble especially also did some research on it. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like if if it's um, if the if the information in the entertainment is basically shown properly, it, it can lead to some people being curious. But as long as there's people. Who, who know what actually happened and actively talk about it, I think 
for the most part, it'll it'll be okay. Like the whole. I think uh,、mm. the most boring part. Accounting is on the good side of the spectrum. On the bad side of the spectrum is sensationalism in news, which is current information, not history. A lot of people trust the news, like with everything they have. That is their most reliable source. But if you compare news reports from the late 1900s, you know, 1980s, 1990s to today, there's so much more emotional talk, political talk. Like it feels like that stuff, the entertainment and.、Uh, Just voicing the reporters' opinions is more important than just delivering the news, which、mm-hmm. is what the reporters did in the 1990s. If you watch covers of, say, like Desert Storm and stuff, they were just reporting the information. Nowadays, you got so much other stuff mixed in there to try and entertain the population. I think that is the most worrying part because、mm-hmm. the news is supposed to be the reliable source. Like you're not going to get this current information from anywhere else. You're going to get it from the news. But the news oftentimes isn't trustworthy, no matter what side of political spectrum you're on. Yeah, it's really unfortunate to also see that these news stations are being credited as being un, of、um, being untrustworthy. Because again, that is their job in society is to bring news and to bring the、uh, the articles about what's happening in the world or in their country or even their cities. And so again, that is extremely worrying, extremely unfortunate to see that. The news has kind of de-evolved into this, and、uh, trying to mix in、uh, emotional responses as a way to get more clicks, or as a way to switch people to a side through the means of politi- being political, or just being,、uh, or of de-ching, or of changing a person or individual's values. Yeah, it's like it's like that. It's like the the last、um, topic we went on. It's like about business. Anything could be a business, and it's starting to look like、um, news. It's starting to become a business too. Well, news is always a business, but it's becoming their it's values are changing. More, the, the, it was always a business, but the business values are changing now.、Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're changing for the worse, for the worse of the public people. Uh, Lauren, do you have anything to say? I mean, and in the end, humans are really an emotional species, and they're only going to react to things that bring on in an emotional response. Whether it be information in the form of musicals like Hamilton, they're only going to want to see that if it's something entertaining. They're not. They're not going to look at it otherwise. Same thing goes for the news. If they don't see something that interests them in a millisecond, they're not going to click. They're not going to go and look at that. But is it worth it though? Should should we sacrifice、um, part of the truth just to、uh, just just to use emotion, like human emotion? It, 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 it doesn't even feel like just part of the truth. It almost feels like most of the truth, but it's now only forty percent of it. And like even recently, like thirty years ago, the news wasn't like this, and I think most people still knew what was going on in the world. Again, I just think that there's a line that should be drawn between having emotional responses inside of a, inside of news versus um versus bringing out the truth to the people.、Oh, on the point that Lauren brought up, that people won't be interested in us immediately grab. If the information like on the news is boring to the point where it's not worth listening to, do we really need to worry about people not knowing what it is? If it's just some like neighborhood police chase, a guy went. Eighty miles on the freeway and started running away from the police. Like, 
if it's something really important, that's going to grab your attention. If there is crazy stuff going on in the world, like, I don't know, let's just say India declares war on China, like, that's going to grab your attention no matter what the reporters do. Even if it's a text-to-speech bot, that's still going to grab your attention. That's absolutely true. Um, again, the topics alone can bring that sense of emotional distress. And so, yeah, I do agree with Jonah here, definitely. Um Again, it's just that I think that the best way the news stations can handle or, or the most perfect ideal of what um, the news should be is an unbiased report of what's going on, an event, small or large. It needs to be it needs to be a unbiased look and a straight report for people to kind of judge for themselves because of how people are intertwining this with uh with uh, emotions and um, kind of intertwining with people's values, I think that this is a horrible idea and that people are going to be uh, swayed wrong. Yeah, so let's say you were the head of a news company and you publish an article about some natural disaster that's going to kill everyone. You publish it and it's like really just straight news. It is what it is. But the public isn't reacting as much as it should be. Like it's not preparing. It's it's not um, moving to safer areas or just doing anything to help themselves. W- would you put a sense of urgency or emotion, or would you make the problem appear so much more worse in the article? How much more worse could it get than okay, killing no. everyone? Here's- yeah, exactly. You already put in saying that it's going to kill everyone, so like it's already going to be dramatic. And uh, if people don't take it seriously, that's kind of the most you can do with news. Just... I mean, because so, like, I feel like that's what the news companies are doing right now. They're, they're adding senses of urgency. They're making the problem look much more bigger and worse in order to just basically move more people. Because if you if you can if you can manipulate your message, maybe you you'll be able to save a few lives from whatever disaster is coming for them. I feel like that hasn't worked in the past. Um, even right now, it's really not working to have people like there's still so many people just going out without masks. Um, yeah, and also the news also tends to overreact. If you look at Ebola, CNN was telling us. Oh, actually, no, not even just CNN. CNN Fox was telling us we're all gonna die. I think we had like one case of Ebola in the U.S. Yeah, in Texas, about 2014. Uh, I think. So then again, just like the ideals of messing with emotions in news, I feel like is extremely wrong, just because. Uh, or toying, or let's say the right word is toying with emotions and values, I think is wrong. Just because, again, uh, people look forward to the news as a way to get the information that they need. And the fact of the matter is that if if the the people are going to be corrupted like this, are they going? Are they even news at this point, or are they just giving their opinions, or uh, they're trying to convince the other side to do whatever or to go on their side if you will yeah mm-hmm. the it's news always feels like a satire show and just like a rant that was posted on youtube sometimes yeah but exactly. even though it may not even though manipulating or, or toying with the news may not be effective 
I feel, I feel like that is still the goal um, news companies are trying to go for to like change how the people react to like just essentially control them. I think it's just part of a business model because if you s- sensationalize it, I think they are hoping that will get them more views, which gets them more money if you tune into it, if more people tune into the channel. And then it becomes the question is having like say a 1990s news station that just reports the news has reporters that can sound interesting without having uh, intense appeals to emotions or reacting or um, political views. Mm-hmm. So is that more effective in the business model or is heavy sensational- sensationalism more effective for business? Which I don't think is a question we can answer because you need you basically need a large news station like CNN or Fox to go back to not being sensationalist to test that out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say about this. That concludes the discussion for this episode. Thank you, Jonah, Wesley, and Josh for joining me here, as well as you, the listener, for tuning in. Casual Debate was made as a part of the Bark Podcasting Network, which is a student-run organization of podcasters from Chino Hills High School. Please support our podcast by checking out our Instagram at CHHS Podcasting or by visiting our website, and links will be in the description. Also, please stay tuned for new episodes to come.